porcelain penis. Porcelain penis. Welcome to Movie Mugging, the father and son podcast. It's like a three-legged man at a butt-kicking contest. We're weirdly odd, but we tend to kick a lot of ass. Yeah, I guess that's a good description of us. Weirdly odd. Are there such things as butt-kicking contests? Um, probably not like actual butt-kicking. Uh, there is ass-slapping contests, if you've ever seen that. I've seen the face-slapping contest. Ass-slapping? So, yeah, the face-slapping contest is all like Russian like men who look like they were a bear. Mm-hmm. And they slap each other in the face. There is one that, like, UFC card girl type women wearing the same kind of clothes slap each other's asses on a stage. And where can you find this? Anywhere. I can just Google it. Can you send me a link? Sure. Uh, it's interesting, though, right? So big old handprints, I'm assuming. Yeah, they smack them in the ass real hard. They get up on the stage in their ridiculous, like, bikini, I think high heels and stuff, too. And then they face each other, and then one will turn around, and they'll slap the ass. Would you be excited if I came home with tickets and I said, Hey, Jack, I scored some tickets to the ass-slapping contest. Mm, not really, I guess. I mean, it might be fun. How do you win? To go, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean... Or is the audience just win? Because in... <laughs> I mean, they definitely win. But the face-slapping one, there's like knockouts. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't really know how you win an ass-slapping contest. Have you seen the uh, tortilla slapping contest on TikTok? Yes. The whole family gets and, like a mouthful of water yeah, and then they just... Try not to laugh. It's a very satisfying slapping sound. Yeah, it is. I, I think it'd be good with... If baloney wouldn't tear, I think baloney would be better. A little wet. So how do you think you would win an ass-kicking contest? Do you think it'd be... The number of asses you kicked. I, I thought either that or how far the person moved when you kicked their ass. Or you could kick your own ass, maybe. The heels to butt cheek. Or how dirty your shoe is at the end of the ass-kicking contest. Is an ass cheek going to be just full of mud? I mean, you kick somebody hard enough, they could shit themselves. Yeah, I was not going to get on your shoe. Is this a naked, you only get to wear shoes to the ass-kicking contest? I wonder if they'd make special shoes to wear to the ass-kicking contest, because you wouldn't want anybody like... The track spikes. Or some of those shit-kickers that come to a, a like a square point at the end. Shit-kickers? Yeah, cowboy boots. You've never heard of them called shit-kickers? No. Wow. Now, the only thing I think of cowboy boots is ugly. <laughs> and I, I don't live in a state where that's a... <sighs> I don't feel like that's a very common... Among the population, a common opinion about cowboy boots. So I hate them. They're like, expensive too. It's oh yeah, ridiculous. Like me and one of my friends went to like a shoe barn or whatever. Boot barn. <laughs> boot barn, just to go in as a joke because cowboy boots are fucking ugly. And there are these snakeskin ones that were seven hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what the fuck? They have ostrich. They have all sorts of different kinds. But is it actually made out of the, any of that shit? Oh, or is fuck it, yeah. I feel like it's all just pleather. So how much would it take for you for 30 days to dress like a cowboy? With boots, hat, big belt buckle, tight wranglers, thing a skull in your back pocket, and a, uh, a, a button-up shirt. Yeah, the, the starched jeans and dress shirt shit, that's the only part I couldn't do. How much and for I, a month? I refuse to do that. How much for a month? 
Fucking like 20 million. Come on. To like, am I sleeping in this? No. Okay. So, but, uh, but you have to go out somewhere. I want my shirts to be at least semi-soft. I, I've never worn a long sleeve dress shirt like that. I refuse to do so. And tight jeans. I, I haven't worn jeans in years. And you got to grow a handlebar mustache. I can't. I can't grow a handlebar. Okay, then I, I'm not eligible for this challenge. I, w- I would just like to see you dressed up as a cowboy. Just once. And if, if we went back to Coles and did that little challenge thing we did when I was a kid, then... They don't have cowboy stuff. Then yeah, sure. Okay, then we go somewhere else. We go to the boot barn. I I don't. <laughs> I wanted to be spotted at boot barn. <laughs> yeah, for those who've not heard, we used to go to Coles uh, in the summer, and each member of the family got to pick out something for another member of the family to uh, go into A the whole outfit. Yeah, the dressing room and try on, and we we tried to find the most hideous things we could. Yeah. It's it's free fun, ladies and gentlemen. I I highly recommend it. Yes, me too. All right. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are Father and Son Do who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode number 164. Dang. All right. Well, let's not dilly-dally around here. Uh, buckle up, motherfuckers, because it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. I'm still working on how to introduce lobby time. I don't want to play your buckle up every time because I want people to forget about that and then hear it again on the Valentine's Day special. Okay. So I need help coming up with something. Uh, MovieMuggin at uh, gmail.com. If you have an idea and we roll with it, you will get a Movie Muggin sticker. Or you know what? Just submit something and you'll probably get a Movie Muggin sticker. True. But I need some help. Because it's always awkward to me when I uh, roll into lobby time. So first off, did you know that Little Miss Sunshine is also a musical? Really? Yeah, they have a musical version of Little Miss Sunshine. That is, that's odd. It, it is it odd. It work. Yeah, I, like I love musicals. I really, really enjoy going to musicals. And hearing that, I got a little excited. And so I, I, I searched up some video of it. Rather than have a van... They just have like uh, six chairs, and they just sit in chairs like they're in a van. Oh, so oh, I thought you were saying it's a musical movie. No, no, it's an actual oh. like, play that you go to. What are you too pretentious to to go to something like that? No, not pretentious, but I'd rather not. I don't even know what pretentious means. I just thought it was a good word to to throw Pre- out there. Pretentious to me is like I don't know the exact definition, but like snooty, hotty toddy, isn't it hoity toity? Maybe. I don't think it's hotty toddy. Hot to trot. I never heard that one. Oh. But it, yeah, I don't know. I, we've been to like the Junie B. Jones one. And it was really, really good. It was good, but. Sound of music was I just awesome. I don't like going out and especially not going out to go to an event. I'm the same way. I don't want to go places, but then when I do, I'm like, man, I'm glad I went because this is really cool. But a lot of times, like, I'll buy tickets for something. And I'll be really excited. And then as it gets closer, I'm like, fuck, I got to drive all the way out there. It's going to be a lot of people. Damn, I just, I wish I wouldn't have done that. But then I always have a good time. I'm very non-committal, and people hate that because coworkers have been like, hey, like on Friday night uh, after work, because we all work together, you want to like go out to this wing place and we can eat together? And I'll be like, 
I don't know. <laughs> and they'll immediately take that as a no, mm-hmm. which it is like 70% no. But the truth is, I don't want to say yes, because if I say yes, then they're expecting me to show up, and I want to give myself the option to flake without flaking. Yeah, because you know? if It's you only s- flaking if you say yes. And it, yeah, if you say yes, then you immediately got to start thinking about excuses that you're going to give. Yeah, and you're trapped. It's like, did I give that excuse last time? It, it's less disappointing if I say, I don't know, and then say no later. Or if I, or I've said straight up no right after they asked. Yeah. It's definitely less disappointing if I do that than if I say yes and then I figure out a way out of it. Yeah, I used to play indoor soccer and after every game, hey, we're going to go out to the sports bar. You want to come with us? And I'd be like, no. And and every come time on. I'd say no, every time. Come on, Vince, it'll be fun. You and, know it'll be fun. I know. Yeah, well, because <laughs> they say the same thing to me. Yeah, like my sister uh-huh. and brother-in-law would go and I'm just like, I, I don't want to go because I, I don't like things like that. And finally got to the point where uh, Matt was the guy who would always ask me, and, and he'd be like, um, I know you're not going to go, but I just would feel like a dick if I don't ask you. Hey, just wanted to let you know we're going to go over there. And I did go one time, and, and I got some cheese sticks, and then I got the fuck out of there. You know, And I explained later on, man, dude, I'm, I'm a, a fucking heavyweight introvert, and these things are bad for me. And I just spent an hour playing indoor soccer with you guys and hanging out on the bench and talking before and talking after. Last thing I want You're to drained. do is go somewhere where people are going to be drinking and it's going to be really talkative and loud and I got to I got to be on a little on bit longer. Yeah. But during something like that, that's how I am. Yeah, get me the fuck out of there cuz that's that's no fun. That was your team. The if you're with the actual friends, it's a lot better cuz you'll be talking to your actual friends, but Well, I was actual friends with Matt and then my sister and brother-in-law were going to be well, there too. Well, yeah, but all the other people that went that yeah. your actual friends are talking to what are you doing whenever your friends are talking to someone else you're certainly not talking to like one of the random players on your team who your acquaintances at best i'll tell you exactly what i'm doing i'm thinking fuck i shouldn't have come and (laughs) what can i say to get the fuck out of here yeah yeah all right jack let's move on what do you say we get into a little in the news with jack all right jack A 20-year-old man survived after being admitted to an intensive care unit with an excruciating lung injury brought on by overly aggressive masturbation. So how did he get a lung injury? (laughs) It says, um, the self-loving Swiss citizen recently rushed himself to the hospital in the city of, uh, doesn't matter, after experiencing crunching pain and a shortness of breath amid his solo stroking session. Crunching? Subsequent x-rays revealed the man was suffering from spontaneous pneumonia diastenum, a painful but typically benign disease whereby air leaks from the lung and becomes lodged in the ribcage. Oh. So he poked a hole in his lung? Not necessarily, but somehow it escaped. Maybe it overinflated the lung so much that they couldn't escape his mouth or something, and maybe they just kind of... Had to force itself into his body. I, I, no I can't pretend to know. Um, usually it's caused by a very uh, strenuous physical exercise. Hmm. It says that the handsy Swiss man denied doing intense exercise, but did admit to doing some rough solo sex exercise. This is a, these people in the, who wrote this are trying to be cute as well. His face was swollen and crunching noises could be heard from his neck down to his elbows. Doctors what? subsequently discovered that air was trapped all the way up to the base of his skull. 
Ugh, that sounds fucking awful. After a day in the ICU, the man was transferred to a regular ward where he stayed for an additional three days before being discharged in good health. I wonder how long it took before he beat off again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I probably would never again. Number one, you got to go hard for quite a bit of time to... I mean, it, it must have been like his fourth or fifth time, like right in a row or something like that. It, it had to have been. And how how fucking active are you in a masturbating session? You're not. No. And I guess there's probably ways you could be. How? But I, I don't know. You, you're on the treadmill <laughs> masturbating <laughs> as you're running? For some reason, that's what I thought of, too. <laughs> no. Jumping jacks with while masturbating? I don't I just... Burpees while masturbating? I guess a main way is a bunch of times in a row because that'll increase the length of the session and make it significantly harder and more taxing on your arm. But do you find yourself out of breath from the actual doing it? No. Or just afterwards when you're like... <laughs> That's not even out of breath, though. Not, not really. I mean, climaxing is not out of breath. It's just... It's some good exhaling. Yeah. I never get out of breath. Well, you're in good physical condition as far as that goes, just from all the conditioning that you've done. You think I've I've masturbated more than most males on the earth? You've probably, probably done that today. Probably not. No, I haven't. <laughs> but you would think that that guy, maybe if I'm in peak masturbation shape, which I'm not. Mm, you, debatable. You would, you would think that this guy, who's clearly beaded 11 times that day and is going for his 12th, you think he's not in better peak beat than me? Well, maybe he just heard one of our episodes where we talked about a guy who has a world record for coming and it inspired him and mm. he's not in peak masturbation physical shape and he just decided one day he was just going to beat that record. Beat that record. I would like to hear more of the story though about how that ended up happening. I'm sure there's better masturbation stories though. I'm sure there are. Horror stories. Okay. Well, there's some homework for you. Yeah, sure. you see, and you know how that always works. Out. I know, I know. I, I've given you homework for something that I really want to do on the show, and I've prepared a lot for it. And, and you, I have no opportunities to. That's ridiculous. Of course you do, because I asked you like two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. When I do have a good opportunity, I just don't think about the parameters of the homework. I'm trying not to. <laughs> to let anybody know what it is. Well, it's going to be great. It'll and, be really good. And, and our listeners deserve to hear it. So I, I do hope that at some point you <laughs> will hop on board yeah. and uh, and participate. All right. The article also gives us a little uh, bonus at the end. It says, so far in 2022, a 54-year-old Brazilian man was admitted to the hospital after shoving a four and a half pound metal dumbbell up his anus in pursuit of pleasure. How do you put a dumbbell in your ass? And the four and a half pound ones are probably going to be smaller, but still, like, how is that going up your ass? I mean, we've talked about big shit up your ass before. You'd probably, so if I'm holding on the stick like this, like sideways, you'd probably, and here's the asshole above it, you'd probably have to go in sideways and get one, like half of the end of the dumbbell in, and then slowly go vertical until it's in, and then you can, boom, hit it on the bottom real hard, and then... 
I swallow it whole. I don't feel like that's uh, something you practice solo. I, I feel like you, you're going to need help for that. And Yeah, you're going to have to get on all fours. And it just, I, I couldn't help but thinking of a shake weight. You think anybody's ever tried to shove a, a shake weight up their ass? Probably. I mean, 100%. what has someone not tried to shove up their ass? Me. And the existence of the world. No, not who. Like, what is something that hasn't been tried? Well, I'm saying nobody's ever tried to shove me up their ass. Oh. Really? No. If you had to shove something up your ass, what in this room that, that has some girth to it would you shove up your ass? I was looking for a pen. <laughs> no, it's got to have but a little then girth. You said had some. Yeah, it, it's got to be one of those things where somebody's like, "What do you Damn. mean? You're not even going to answer this question." Sure, I will. Uh, that middle finger doesn't count, right? No. What about the microphone? The microphone uh, statue? You mean our uh, podcasting trophy? Yeah, that the, the committee gave us. I mean, that's kind of girthy. On I guess girthier on one end. What about the Ramona Flowers Funko Pop or the Evil Knievel Thermos? No, their heads are massive. <laughs> And the evil Knievel thermos is fucking massive as well. If we could take the guns, like off the the gun decorations, off the Pulp Fiction lamp, mm-hmm. probably the gun barrel. That if because that I feel like is girthy enough for you to say yes that that's allowed, and not so girthy that would it would really be that bad. And in all honesty, it would look pretty fucking cool too. Yeah, putting a gun up my butt. Yeah, I need to uh, I need to take a picture of that and post it on yeah uh, that lamp's on awesome. uh, Instagram. Uh, and lastly, in this article, it says that uh, a 37 year old self proclaimed virgin from Indonesia got a six foot long string stuck in his penis during a botched sex game. Six foot long string. Mm-hmm. How did they get it in there? They starch it first, and where does it go? I don't know. Did it come out his mouth. Or his nose? It'd go, like, to his bladder, right? I don't know. Like, what is? what else is the dick connected to through the pee hole? Well, yeah, at the bladder, because when you get a catheter, I, I'm assuming it goes straight to the so bladder. So then that'll also, what, like, go to your stomach? I don't know. Or go up your intestines? I don't know. But if they starch it, then that would mean it's rigid, right? But uh, and then if, yeah. you, if it's rigid, you can't get six feet in. I don't because you're gonna start poking shit in there. I don't know so, how that works at all. It's like a fucking magician. It would have to be flaccid or rope or yarn, whatever string, so that it could collect. And then the dumbass l- shoved in the last little bit rather than holding on to it. You deserve that. Yeah. If you've ever shoved a uh, string up your pee hole, uh, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Let me know exactly how that works, and I will send you a movie muggin sticker. And I think horny people are some of the dumbest people on the planet. <laughs> They'll do anything. Horniness will make you do things that you probably shouldn't do sometimes. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with that, probably. And if he's a self-proclaimed virgin or whatever, he might have been very overexcited at the thought of this game. Does that excite you at all, thinking no. about putting something up your pee hole? No, absolutely not. No. That sounds, I'd rather put anything up my butt than put something up my pee hole. Well, unless it's like <laughs> the something really skinny, I don't know. Like, I, I, <laughs> it just sounds more painful. M- yes. Scary. Yes. I don't know. I'd rather, yeah. And it's this much smaller hole than a butthole. Yeah. Butthole is gonna stretch out a little bit. It has some give. A pee hole, you can't really open it very far. Like, imagine squeezing a shit out of your pee hole. How does that sound? It sounds terrible. Sounds like it would hurt really bad. Gosh. Like, because, like, 
when you think of butthole, you don't you think of oh it'll stretch. When you think of pee hole, you think oh it will tear. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my logic. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason I just thought of a, a penis like coughing. What it, what it would look like, and I, I don't know why that popped in my head. Wouldn't it be funny if like when you came, it just made like a coughing noise? No. Don't want it to make any noise. I don't know where that came from. We used to talk about in school, what if you fart out of your dick? It would like go straight out like a flag on a windy day. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And just announce like trumpets. Mm -hmm. But that'd be, that might keep kids from masturbating though. If it was going to cough and make like a a, a noise when you finished. It was like really loud. (laughs) Do you imagine the arm going in front of it? (laughs) No. (laughs) Putting your hand over it to cover its mouth. No, it has its own, it coughs into its own elbow, <laughs> is what I was thinking. A penis with an elbow. <laughs> well, uh, and a whole I know arm what you mean. that coughs into the elbow, like, like the school nurses told you to. <laughs> That'd be really, really weird, though. I, I bet you could really sexually satisfy somebody a little bit more if you had a penis with an elbow. Well, if you cough in their prostate. <laughs> yeah. Because you you remember yeah. we talked about that uh-huh. people putting like rats up there and yeah. their dying breaths and their scratches make them come a bucket. Yep, I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, cough on their prostate and then you don't even have to kill an animal. Peta approved. All right, and that was in the news with Jack. And finally, I did hear back from our super fan, Eric from California, and he said that the citizen's arrest that he did were kind of lame. They, they weren't, uh, he, he's not the hero that we made him out to be. Or it wasn't a movie moment. Mm-mm. Damn. Which I don't know why you come clean about that. I, yeah. I would just take the compliment and, uh, and maybe even email. Hell yeah, that's, uh, that's about right. Let everyone who listens to us think that you're some kind of like secret operative. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Fucking Krav Maga and can take down any criminal he wants. And, and maybe say something like, dude, I had to pull out my nunchucks one time and... You just said nunchucks. I, I'm bad at that. Because I called them nunchucks when I was a kid. And, and now you're an old person. Old people say nunchucks too. It's... It's none. It's brain muscle memory. <laughs> just like people who grew up saying Valentine's Day. Or especially. I just think like, if you can't say simple words correctly, like... You're refusing to do so at this point, especially. Ex- I have a friend who's smart as hell. He says escape. It's like where is like is there a CK before the S and escape? I mean, to be fair, nunchucks isn't something I say very often. They're a very Pacific weapon. <laughs> yeah, they are. All right, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will unveil today's movie. All right, so the last three movies that I've shown, you've given them all a 100. <laughs> That's Little Miss Sunshine, uh, True Romance, and Green Room. Okay. So I feel like that gives me a chance to throw something out there that I'm not quite sure how it's going to roll. Okay. But I do know one thing. It will have plenty of talking points, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah, now I'm just getting ready for you to go, ah. Okay. Do I know what it is? Uh, no, you don't. So the scores are bad then? No. Or it's from 1980. <laughs> oh, shit. This movie came out in 1971. Mm. Okay, so it's garbage. 
It is two hours and 16 minutes. <laughs> so it's a long garbage movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives it 87%. IMDb, 8.3 out of 10. And 88% of Google users like this movie. Okay. A lot of old people know how to use the internet and rate movies. Let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. There are 13 uses of bastard, five uses of hell, two uses each of shit, damn, and fuck. Excited for Citizen Kane. There is nude female artwork of an aesthetic nature in the background of some scenes and a massive male phallus-shaped statue in one scene. <laughs> All right, this movie is called A Clockwork Orange. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Um, this movie's pretty rough, isn't it? So, it was one of those forbidden movies when I was a kid. Well, I, it's still forbidden. It was <laughs> forbidden when I was young, too. So, I snuck watching it one night when the family was asleep. I found it on Showtime, I think. And my brain couldn't really handle it. Like, it, it was... Not it, meant for a kid to see. Yeah. So, I, I distinctly remember some parts... But the rest is is really, really hazy. And I don't... Oh, you haven't seen it since you were a kid? No. Oh. No. I, I know what it's about because I've been around a while. But as far as seeing it, no, I have not seen it since since way back then. The only thing I know about this movie is there's it's a group of like three guys who are friends, I think. And one of them looks like the Mad Hatter. <laughs> That's all I remember. I've never seen anything from this movie. I just... I don't know. I guess I figured we'd watch it at some point, so I avoided seeing any of it. But All right, so you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 16 hours of A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yep. I don't even know that we finished after 16 hours. It kept going on and on and on and yeah. on and on and on and on. Wow. I thought for sure it ended with his death at the old man's house. But then, <laughs> but I also thought it would have ended before then. Yeah. But then it still didn't end. I can tell you with 100% accuracy that I never watched this whole thing. I, guess I, I, I never will again. I, I tapped out. I'm sure you never will again either. I obviously tapped out uh, way, way early. Well, you may watch it again. I may put you in a straight jacket and uh, hold your eyes open and Give put you in front of it. Drown my eyes and eye, eye <laughs> no. drops so many times. I'll, I'll play some Suicide Boys, too. <laughs> so that I can't <laughs> listen to them anymore. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right, well, let me give this movie the 50-cent tour. This movie is about an ultra-violent guy who is uh, in a gang. He's a leader. Yeah, with uh, the uniforms, which has a, a cock protector. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they go out doing bad things after drinking some uh, ultra milk. Is that what it's called? Milk Plus. Yeah. Yeah, Milk Plus, which is milk that's laced with uh, some good drugs, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so they go out and do some uh, bad things, hurt people. Uh, there is some some uh, sexual assaults in here, which we're really not going to talk about because, yeah. uh, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, bad, bad people. He ends up killing somebody. He gets taken to jail. And that was dumb, though. What? She died. She got like slightly bonked with the end of a porcelain penis and died. I was very surprised that she had died. I think that was dumb. Maybe the porcelain he, penis was really, really heavy. And he seemed to be carrying it with ease, messing around. <laughs> she was a she was a frail, skinny old woman, though. She was not that old. Maybe she was about to die anyway. She, she's like fifty. 
Maybe. No, 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 no. She was a lot older than that. He did not hit her in the head that hard. <laughs> well, they also, didn't show it. Also, a porcelain object. Like, a, you didn't that know shit might it. break, too. How do you know it was porcelain, though? Because look at it. What else could it be? Fucking granite? Didn't look like a marbled chunk to me. I mean, I think there's some things in between. <laughs> I mean... Could have been. But still, like... But the way it rocked... It, it rocked really, really weird, so maybe there was, like, something really, really heavy in the tip of it or something. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a stretch. I mean, that was dumb as fuck. Oh. That he barely bonked her on the face with it, and she immediately died. It's like, what? Well, let's see somebody bonk you in the face with their penis and see how, see how you <laughs> like it. See how it turns out for you. I could probably call somebody. <laughs> what? That's an odd thing to say. Who are you going to call? I don't know. Now continue the story, no, I Jack. Need, I need you to repeat what you said because I don't exactly <laughs> remember it. And I said all I can call somebody. I know that was. And then immediately afterward, I was like, "Wait, that wasn't really what I wanted to say." Oh man, <laughs> whose dick has hit your face that we could get on no, the line right now? I've never been hit in the face with a dick. Well, you're still young, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets arrested and. Uh, he somehow manages to set himself up for this new kind of treatment called the Ludovico. Ludovico technique. Yeah, which they expose you to a whole lot of violence while they're giving you a lot of drugs. And, and you're straight jacketed. Yeah. And your eyes are propped open. Mm-hmm. And so you, you can't look away from it. And then after a while, because of the drugs, I guess you just get ill as you see violence or sense mm-hmm. violence. And then, uh, for good measure, one of the violent films has uh, Beethoven's Ninth Sympathy, which is one of his favorite pieces of music. You said that wrong. What? I think you said sympathy. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> I'll just hear it when you edit it. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets cured from his ultra-violent life and is freed. Boring. <laughs> And things don't go really well for him. He does not have a place at home anymore. He gets beat up by a a bum in his uh, gang that he beat up when he was ultra-violent, but he can't fight back or anything now. Yeah. And then uh, he ends up going back to a place where... He got beat up by his friends, too. Who are cops now. Yeah. Yeah, that used to be in his gang. He ends up going to a place where he uh, had robbed and uh, done some bad things earlier, and uh, but they want to use him as a piece of the political resistance to the people they don't like, and then it turns into like this political thing. And uh, then he gets cured, and he's violent yeah, again yeah, at the end. The end. Did you really turn the fan all the way off? I didn't mean to. I tried to put it on low, but I don't. I don't use my fan. Has only had high, 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 and off yeah. for years. Do you know how fans work? Do you know it's three for high, right? Right now it's off. Yeah, I thought so. It was on high. No, so it I, was on medium. Uh, I thought it was on high, so I clicked it twice. Okay, which yeah. would have would have put it on low. Yeah, the medium here is pretty strong. <laughs> I was freezing the whole time for a bitch. Go ahead, turn it up. Then I'm. I, I could definitely stand to have it turned up. Yeah, it's cold in here though. You just clicked it three times. Yeah, because I know how to operate fans. So it's one for high? Yes. Oh. He's 21 years old, folks, and does not know how to operate a ceiling fan. Yeah, because the only one I ever had any reason to touch has been broken since I can remember. All right, let's see what the internet is. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're making me seem like a dumbass. I I can work a fan if I'm told how it works before. 
Look at that. That is a, a strong low. That is not a strong low. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I don't know. No. My fan in my room, like I said, only has high. And when it goes on high, the whole thing's moving. Like it might fall and assassinate me. Like this, somebody sabotaged it. So yeah. when I sleep, it'll fall on my face. Well, if you're cold, you can go get your crocheted shawl <laughs> out of it's your closet. My legs that are cold. Your afghan that was knitted for you. An afghan? Yeah. The fuck is that? Uh, I think it's like a, a throw, like a. It's called an afghan. You just made that. <laughs> no, up. I didn't. It's a crocheted uh, little little throw. What is a th- <laughs> what's a throw? A throw, I don't, a throw uh, blanket. You throw you throw, throw it on pill. yourself. <laughs> you can do that with any blanket. <laughs> I guess you can do it with anything. There's a throw guitar over there. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. In an England of the future, see, I, I thought it was like the future. It was just this weird, weird society with just strange stuff, people with different colored hair and stuff. It it, it had kind yeah. of a, a Hunger Games vibe to it, in a way. No. Like when you go to the big city and people have like blue hair and stuff and all, like things look weird. Everything looked weird in this place. The only thing that looked weird is that the tables in the milk bar were naked people. No, that that's not true. Remember at the end, like there was a guy who was sitting and there was like a whole bunch of silver looking titties behind him on the wall that looked like kind of flash bulbs from the past. Oh. There was yeah. just a lot of weird stuff. Anyway, in an England of the future, Alex, played by Malcolm McDowell and his droogs, that's his gang, yeah, spend their nights getting high at the Corova milk bar before embarking on a little of the old ultraviolence while jauntily warbling singing in the rain. After he's jailed for... <clears throat> wow, what just happened? <laughs> that happens if I don't Jeez. talk for a while. Sometimes I'll talk and it'll sound like that and I'll have to immediately clear my throat. I feel like I was thinking of some violence there for a second. <laughs> Yeah, it sounded like it. Uh, after he's jailed for bludgeoning the cat lady to death. See, she was a cat lady. Of course she was old. Yeah, but bludgeon, he like barely booped her nose and she uh, <laughs> instantly died. It's like, how? After booping the cat lady to death with a uh, porcelain penis, Alex submits to behavior modification technique to earn his freedom. He's conditioned to abhor violence. Return to the world defenseless, Alex becomes a victim of his prior... Nah, I didn't take a picture of the rest of it. So his prior <laughs> ways of life come back Actions. to haunt him. <laughs> or that. Yeah. That. All right, so this movie came out in 1971, the same time that Willy Wonka came out. There was definitely some of the drug culture of the 60s poured heavily into both of those movies. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. <sighs> this movie could have been so much better. I, I was thinking the same thing, and I was thinking if they redid it like... 10, 15 years ago or something, Ewan McGregor would have been great to mm-hmm. play the role of Alex. Yeah, I would have liked that. Yeah, it's a... more. In, how about in the 90s? Or okay. When did Train Spotting come yeah, out? Yeah, 90s. Yeah. 90s Ewan McGregor. Because mm-hmm. 05, I'm thinking of, that's like episode three of Star Wars, where he looks like that. I, I need it younger than that. Yeah, a young Ewan McGregor yeah. would be fantastic if they ever remade this, but he'd have to be young again. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's a good 30 years from now. I think the concept's pretty good. Yes, the concept is very good. This movie was like, it had that masterpiece angle. They're trying to make one of those remembered forever, so eye-opening kind of, oh, wow, that that was more of an art piece than a entertainment movie. And I think a lot of people in the 70s saw it as such. Oh, because they probably watched it on acid or something. Maybe. 
uh, which I, don't, I, I think would be a mistake. <laughs> I was going to say, that would be a horrible movie to watch on acid. I, two of my friends, or one of my friends and one of my ex-friends. Uh-oh, what happened, Jack? Uh, they watched um, Sinister on acid. Yikes. Which is a pretty bad one to watch, I would think. You shouldn't watch any kind of movie like that on acid. Yeah, you there, should watch like Anchorman or something. There was four of them, and two of them wanted to watch it, and the other two were like... No, nah, y'all can go do that. We're gonna hang out here, <laughs> and they they had a uh, the one who uh, is in the Marines. He was one of the ones who wanted to watch it, and he did. <sighs> I think he said it was awesome. I don't think he got fucked up by it. Really, I'm not sure though. Huh? So what happened to your ex friend? Why are y'all exes now? Well, he didn't do anything to me. Okay, they're doing acid with my friends, and he was like a huge piece of shit during and after. It's like one of my really good friends. And so they weren't friends anymore. I was like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> so, and he was in middle school when I had to like earn the right to be in my friend group. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is ridiculous. Fucking middle school, man. He was the main mean one. Was he the leader of the Droogs? No. He was one of the top ones, though. There was never like, I guess if there was, if there was any leader, let me cover my nose. <laughs> If there is any leader, it's the one who is in the Marines right now. Oh, okay. Okay, so the way it, it's it was Ty, who is my good friend that the guy was mean to, and we excommunicated him or whatever, <laughs> and then mar- Marine guy, and then asshole. They were the three kind of top dogs. Yeah, but he was a dick to me. I would, uh, I used to whisper jokes in Ty's ear at the lunch table, and he would say, because I didn't want to say it out loud. I was, because they would just be mean to me. And so I'd like say it under my breath, like towards him, like be like, tap on his shoulder and be like, something I should have said to everybody, yeah. but only to him. And then would he, he say it and then get the credit? Well, he would always put, he would say it. Everyone would laugh and he'd be like, yeah, he told me that. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, I did. And it got to the point where, I could just say what I wanted to, and everyone always thought it was funny. So back then, they were just kind of throwing you scraps, and then you finally got a seat at the table? Um, No, I got to sit there uh, because of Ty. I was just always quiet, though, because if I said anything, the asshole would be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not funny. Like, why are you even talking? Like, why are you here? What a piece of shit. (laughs) I know. I know. Where is he now? I don't know. I'll tell you where he's not. At the top of the charts on fucking podcasting. Uh, yeah, that's true. No, he's not making millions. No. He's sitting on his ass. There's no way he has a successful podcast. He does not have a Lincoln Memorial-esque lobby by his house. <laughs> he started showing me some respect, though, at the lunch table when I started saying funny stuff. So that, that always felt good because I felt like I had to impress him, I guess. So when he would laugh, I'd be like, that was a really good one. <laughs> I guess he, him being there helped with some validation. <laughs> he was the Simon Cowell of the Friends? Yes. Yeah. So would you say this movie was weird? <laughs> what kind of question is that? No. This movie was... <laughs> what if I said no? Yeah, this movie was so weird, man. Yeah. Like He had... Uh, Alex had a, what, a lawyer or probation officer or both that came over to his house one time? Yeah. And, and was, he was like... In his underwear, yeah. Alex was, and yeah. the guy had him sit down on the bed with him, and then they laid down, he punched him in the dick, and then drank water out of a glass with dentures in them? Uh-huh. Who's dentures? 
his dad's, I guess. <laughs> his dad left for work. <laughs> Did he leave his dentures? Well, you have your evening dentures and then your work dentures, I think is how it works. Really? Yeah, sure. You didn't know that? <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. That is a lie. You don't know anything about dentures. Are they throw dentures? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to suck some dick. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you give a fucking rad gummy. Yeah. You probably wish the girl who blew you in the high school parking lot would have taken out her dentures. Yeah. Huh? You know, I was well, listening to that. two front teeth. I, I was listening to that episode when I was uh, editing it. <laughs> and you were talking about how you went out to the car at like 3 o'clock. And then the school got out like at 3.40. 3.45. Yeah, and you were still getting a blowy at 3.40? Yes. When did she start blowing you? I, I don't know how quick it was, how fast she started. But I knew that I was like, fuck, I'm not going to come in time for this. Like, okay, so how long was she blowing you, do you think? I, I have no idea. But you there get you details get the, about that day I remember vividly, and the rest are gone. You get in the car at 3, right? Or 310? We'll what, say what? like 310 Okay, so 310. So that's 30 minutes later. And you still haven't nutted? The, yeah, there was not, nothing happened. Literally, <laughs> like... Maybe a minute or two after she was in the car, I just pulled my pants to my ankles. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know how to, I was like, I'm not going to initiate any, like, I don't I know. Mean, you kind of did initiate. Well, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm going to just make it very easy, very obvious. Yeah. And just put them at my ankles. Mm-hmm. And then it started. Okay. So that was awkward now that I think about it. So she just kind of had to grab it as soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she started from yeah, I was not hard already. She started from zero. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she had to work all the way up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I did not know how long it was gonna take. I didn't think it would take very long. Was it the teeth that, that kept you from uh I and I kept thinking about it because <laughs> it wasn't like hurting per yeah. se. But it was like a constant, oh, I felt it right there. Yeah. Oh, there it was again. (laughs) (laughs) You got in your head, Yeah, for the last like eight minutes, I feel like I kept feeling that. minutes? Like a blowy, I feel like shouldn't take eight minutes. No! Like, and this is not to like drag on her skills. I don't have anyone else to compare it to. Dragged. (laughs) Like your teeth across your dick. Yeah. That's weird to hear my dad say to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A little strange to say. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, yeah, I would be going ahead if I could remember my what I was going to say. That distracted me. Uh, I, said, I, that's not to yeah, drag on yeah, her skills. Yeah, I think... They're lacking, though, it may, like. Maybe if my friend wasn't in the car messing around. Like, if we weren't, like, messing around during it, I feel like it probably would have gone faster. Was he, like, using the rearview mirror and, like, looking no, longingly he was in your eyes No, he literally just, wa- he just watched it. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's so, like, you can, like, turn on your side, kind of? Yeah? Yeah, he, like, did he, that. He was watching the Not, whole time? N- I don't know about the entire time. He got on his phone some. He told us both to smile. And she, she yeah, she smiled. And my dick was in her hand, and I smiled too. Uh, see, like it, it was like if that wasn't there, and he touched my leg, which yeah. I, don't, I don't know that that really like dampened it for me. Man, if I was ever in the car with my friend and he was getting a blowjob, number one, I'd probably leave the car and say, uh, "Just I'd text me when you're done." Smoke a cigarette outside the car. Yeah, or but I would not 
I wouldn't turn around and watch. Like, never, ever, we, ever would we, I do that. He's never said it, but we've had suspicions for a long time, since, like, middle school, that he's bisexual. So, I mean, I, I, we already thought that by the... So? Well, I mean, I, fi- I figured for you it was the whole you didn't want to see a dick thing. No, I'm but just if, not going to watch into, that happen with somebody. If he's into that, well, some people are into that, too. I don't know. We Watching, don't, I guess, yeah, that's true. Voyeurism. Okay, yeah. Maybe he's into that, too. I don't yeah. know. If I was in the same room as people fucking, yeah. I would oh, definitely, no. I'd see some of it, <laughs> but I wouldn't be staring. I'd be like, playing a game, I might... You'd be side-eyeing? <laughs> yeah, look, be like, <laughs> what's going on over there? But like... Really? It'd be like one of those things where it's like like a butt crack in front of you. I feel like if you're in the same room as it, you're going to keep looking, but I feel but, like it'll be better to look at than a butt crack. I'm not going to stay in the same room. If people are well, getting it but, on, I'm okay, leaving. Okay, what if I'm in a one-room apartment? And they're blocking the door having sex? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what the fuck? They clear the kitchen counter and drop the oh, bowl yeah. of cereal or yeah. whatever. I don't think it's that bad to like watch it. It's weird. I mean, I've never been in a situation where I can watch somebody have sex, so <laughs> it depends on who it is, too, obviously. If I walk downstairs and, like, entered y'all's room without knocking, I am immediately <laughs> just going back. I'm shutting the door. Yeah. Sticking some forks in your eyes. <laughs> or I'll leave it open just to fucking piss y'all off because you didn't <laughs> lock it. And then I'm going to uh, go upstairs, yeah, and stick forks in You my would eyes. never walk in our room if the door was shut, ever, ever, exactly. ever. And, I, and if it was, I would knock first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never had room privacy. Your door's always open. We don't barge into your room. Quit, quit <laughs> that. You're 21 years yeah. old. That doesn't happen. Yeah, because I don't shut my door anymore because there's no point. There was a while where I wasn't allowed to have it shut, and I feel like that's why I keep it open all the time. Yeah, maybe. And um, like I just built the habit of, and and also it's another thing. Y'all can hear me say whatever I want, and I won't get in trouble. But like when I was younger, sometimes I'd like shut my door to say something and then open it back up. But this podcast has been a thing, so I'm not worried about it. I don't know at what point me and you just kind of gave it up, acting like more normal around the house. Like, where was the icebreaker? When did that happen? Where we just let you be who you are? And that, yeah, and then you would throw gas on the flame and <laughs> I, don't I know. would throw gas on your flame and mom just had to kind of learn to suppress the uh, the feelings of wanting a divorce. <laughs> I, I bet I can trace it back to when you started having major, major mental health problems. Yeah, because... That would make sense because then mm-hmm. y'all would have started being more real with me rather than kid to parents, more people to people. And and laughter is a great medicine. <laughs> yeah, it was my favorite. And, and it was a great medicine for me, too. I mean, that was my best coping skill. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's my coping skill as well. So I'll think of jokes at such inappropriate times and then I have to, I want to share them so bad, but I mm-hmm. can't because... Even at a funeral, I mean, this. I don't know if this story's ever happened uh, or on here. So we were at a funeral. I think I was a freshman. I was probably like fifteen, and it wasn't one I particularly cared about at all. The Uh, funeral or the person? Both. Yeah, I would rather have never known them and never have been there. Yeah, just didn't care. Yeah. Um, sounds bad. I guess because it is, but. I didn't give a shit. 
Uh, and we got in the... I'm kind of right there with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So is my sister. Yeah. And maybe to a lesser degree, my mom. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's not dogpile the dead. <laughs> I, I don't care. And we got in the car and <laughs> turned it on. And the radio station is playing... I remember. Walking on Sunshine. Yes. And once we were like... Away from where anyone could see us, we were singing along. So glad to be out of that shit. Mm. (laughs) It's it makes me feel like uh, like that is such a dysfunctional family movie moment. Yes. Oh my god. We are not like I wouldn't call us a dysfunctional family. We function pretty well. We're never at each other's necks about anything. No, 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 no. But that. It makes me feel like, damn, living... Like I said, I wanted to live with the Little Miss Sunshine family. That moment makes me proud. Oh, my gosh. I love that moment. And that is, if if we go back to uh, Inside Out, that's one of the golden orbs, the core memory yep. in, in my thing, <laughs> is leaving that funeral. We're all automatically on the same page. Yeah. Like, I don't remember anyone specifically starting to sing along. I just kind of remember the way that energy felt like everyone starts smiling everyone starts singing at the same time and it was like fuck yeah that whole like eight hour ordeal fuck that (laughs) did not care from the start like god that was terrible we like i had to pretend to look sad it was that bad like (laughs) i mean look we probably sound like horrible horrible people right now don't give a shit but it was perfect it was really really perfect i mean it it the dearly departed wasn't so. Uh, she was not perfect. Well, I mean, come on, nobody's perfect, but <laughs> but um, she sucked. Nobody wanted to go to that funeral. You went to the funeral because it's the right thing to do, but because of the the family that you do care about is going to be there and would be mad if you weren't. But <laughs> let's just say this person <laughs> was not going to be missed by my immediate family. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, like, this sounds bad, but, like, what is it with not being able to be rude to dead people? It's better than being rude to alive people. <laughs> like, why, why, is that, why is that such a, a social boundary? Like, it, every, the, but if their family hears, yeah, I get it. That's really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. But, like, if a celebrity died and they just sucked ass, like, why would some people view it as so inappropriate and terrible to be like, Good riddance. They fucking sucked. Like, why is that? Like, I'm not doing that here, but I f- basically feel like I am. Like, people are viewing me that way. Like, why care? But you know, when people die, all of a sudden they're saints. And that's another never, thing. Never met a stranger would give you the shirt off their back. No, they weren't. They were fucking asshole. Epstein, well, he just donated so much to charity. Oh man! Like they, they will ignore any any bad blemish on this person's record once they're dead. I I hope he's enjoying heaven. You damn well know <laughs> he went to fucking hell. <laughs> oh like, man! Like like it doesn't make sense. Once someone's dead, you should treat them the same. Will, will you get up and speak at my funeral and just let people know that you know what? I loved my dad. He was kind of an asshole though. You <laughs> like, know? I'll, I'll f- I knew the, the real time him. Time comes, I'll figure out something to say. Yeah, yeah. I won't say movie mugging though because then. <laughs> Everyone will listen and realize that all we did was talk shit about our family. Yeah, so so let's be real here. <laughs> My sister listens to Movie Muggin, and that is it for our whole entire family. And I would much rather leak it to your side than mom. Yeah. My I parents mean, don't know well, about no. it. No. Let me let me change that answer. 
because if I leaked it to mom's side, they probably wouldn't want to see me anymore, and I don't really want to see them either. Well, that's true. So that <laughs> that might be great. Oh, well, now we're... No more FUPA. I don't have to see the FUPA anymore. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Gosh, okay. Oh, wow, uh, it yeah. It took you a minute, and you immediately... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you immediately I see it. realized, yeah. I see it in those... She put one of those super uh, bouncy balls in her zipper. <laughs> The sky ball, that's what it was called. The the one that was like hollow in the middle. We used to take it out in the street. It was a yellow. <laughs> Do you remember that? No? Wow. Man, I'm I'm picturing the mom jeans right now, just, just holding it back yeah, best they like, can. You're like struggling. Why are you wearing high-waisted jeans and tucking your shit down in there? Fucking that's s- disgusting. Seams starting to come apart one at a time. And and I don't feel, get out of the way. I don't feel bad about saying this either because I don't like her either. <laughs> and it, it, I, I did not like her. It's it's pretty clear that's who we're talking part. about at this point. So I, if if this episode ever disappears, it means that somebody in that side of the family found out about it. That's a movie moment, though. That totally is, and that's why I'm so proud of it. Is yeah, like, that would be somebody's favorite part if they had a uh, exactly. a movie podcast and it's, they were watching that movie. It's the same kind of thing as how like life went on just fine after they put Grandpa in the the trunk. You know, yeah, yeah. like they were all just happy and yeah. fine and everything. Kind of like that. Like I I com- often compare that moment to that <laughs> the the feeling of that movie a little bit. I mean, that was a moment that I think brought us closer together as a family, too. Yeah, I am realizing that you're not the only fucked up one in the car. Yeah. And that (laughs) everyone, I mean, mom is the least fucked up out of the four of us. (laughs) Yeah, by far. (laughs) Yeah, because she has no genetic relation to you that I know of. She really didn't know what she was getting into when she married me. (laughs) You hear what I said? (laughs) That she doesn't have any genetic relation to you that I know of. You? We're third cousins, man. <laughs> it's not that bad. How the fuck did we get here, man? <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I wish that I would have had a uh, a slang worksheet in this, because they were saying like every other word, yeah. I had no idea what it was. I finally figured out Gulliver's head. I, I figured that out, too. And then there was uh, Malchick and Vitty means sea, and Cutter means money, but there was all these other words. Like, a, like, wait a minute, what? A lob chick of toast or something Yeah, like that? I was <laughs> like, what? Just I crazy just words. Piece. Yeah. So Weird. I'd I'd like to watch it again, having memorized all those words. I would not out, like to, I, but I think we might like it better if we understood what they were no, saying all I, the time. I used context no, 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 clues and I gathered it most of the no, time. No, we need to do that again. We owe it to ourselves, and then we'll come back and we'll do a, a another episode on this movie. This movie went the opposite way I wanted. So I wanted him, he, I wanted him to graduate from beating people up. It's like killing people. Okay. Because I mean, he's just this crazy gangster with this loud personality. He wears like fucking Beethoven clothes in public. Those aren't Beethoven clothes. He had the oh, whole, oh okay yeah, when he went to the music store. Oh, when he dressed like Prince. Yeah, and then there's like this whole like he's just a wild fucking both of these girls. And to then, William Tell's overture or whatever. I, I don't know, but and then he, he was just crazy. He would put the eyelash things on mm-hmm. and just the outfits they wore. Yeah, and he, how he had the cane with the knife. Yeah, and yeah. his friends who like kind of started trying to betray him a little bit. He cut his hand on the top yeah. just to show him who's boss. He was nuts. I yeah. loved his character. And what is the act that goes best with nuts? 
murder. Oh, I was going to say dick. <laughs> um, His friends tried to dick him. Yeah. So, I mean... They did dick him. Yeah, it, it would have been cool if there was some sort of progression and then he broke away his friends from that. Okay, so you wanted him to... Kill his uh, friends. Like, just... You wanted this movie to be him murdering people so, throughout? Well, I mean, sort of. I don't know. That's one plot thing I wanted. Okay. And obviously, I can't write for the rest of the hour and a half of the movie. I just wish they took it in a different direction. Like when he was walking real like mean looking in slow-mo mm -hmm. and then knocked his friends in the water and he took out the knife. Yeah. So I thought he was going to grab the guy's hand and stick him in the neck. I thought 100% that's what was about to happen. Yeah. I was for it. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like you fucking basically showed them your top dog already and they're still walking all over you. Take his ass out. He's annoying anyway. And I thought it was going to snowball from there. Okay. That he goes further down the deep end. He's just crazy as fuck. And I was ready to ride that train. I mean, we both like Joker. We both like descending into madness. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it can be really awesome if it's done well. But instead, it was just this convoluted, like they didn't make cuts where they should have. Like when he's getting the doctor to sign the stuff. I thought that was actually funny. I I mean, I. It's ironic because yeah. no other movies keep shit like that in there. It's usually just a quick, okay, cool, yeah, I'm, sign I'm, here. I'm done signing. Okay, but right here. I'm signing three different spots. Okay, and right here. I like that. I, I thought that was humorous because you never watch Monty Python and the Flying Circus. I've only seen um, scenes from the one where it's like biggest dickus, and I've seen the Holy Grail. A, a lot of this movie reminded me of Monty Python, especially the uh, the main cop that was in the jail. He was so annoying. He I hated him. He was great, but All he, he was did great. Was scream. But he reminded me so much of like John Cleese or one of those guys that it it just really, really I I don't know. He was endearing to me because of that. He just he pissed me off. He's so loud. You know, the, there's there's that part of me that when you start talking about, I just wish that he would have just gone off the deep end and just kept killing people and killing people. There's that part of me. It's like, oh, Jack, no. But really, yeah, it would have been a much better movie if yeah. this just would have been about a, a crazy guy who just kind of keeps going and keeps From going and keeps going. skips school and hits people with stuff. Uh -huh. He's an evildoer. I mean, let's leave out the sexual assault. Yeah. He, well, I, did, I just didn't want to bring it up again. It's just definitely an evildoer of ultraviolence. Because yeah. he had the look, man. All the way to fucking serial killer. That would have been cool. And it just made it even worse whenever he couldn't. Because he would get so sick and full of pain or whatever. When somebody deserved their ass kicked, I wanted him. Do it. I wanted him to beat the shit out of the guy who's renting his room. I wanted <laughs> that so bad. Yeah, yeah. And then I wanted him to beat the shit out of those old people. Yeah. And then I wanted him to kill both of his friends that I thought were going to die two years prior. Well, they wanted you to want that, so they and, did their job. Yeah, they did their job of making me like the movie a whole lot less. I mean, no, well, they weren't writing it for Jack. There, there was the. The only driving factor to keep watching this movie after he was incarcerated was to see how it ended. Yeah. This movie was one of those movies, and it's it's just, I don't know, I don't know if it's just some people or if it gets most people, a movie that has you rooting for a terrible person. Man, I love movies like that. I, well, it's, but I think, like, I love Breaking Bad. Walt is a terrible person. There's, and there's C2. Okay, well, he's a good person, but he's doing horrible things. 
that are causing deaths, and you... He's but, selling meth. But, I but, mean, that's bad enough. But you're rooting for him. And I remember I was talking to somebody one time saying, oh, man, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And they're like, I try, but he's such a terrible person. I don't want to watch him. And it's just like, yeah, he is, but I but I love him. They're and, living life incorrectly. And, and I didn't love Alex because I, you weren't with him long enough. And you know he did some awful, awful things that go way beyond yeah. what, what Walt, Walter White did. But you're pulling for him. Even though he's a terrible person, it's just one of those strange things. because he's it, the main character in the world is seen from his eyes. And- yeah. One of the things that kind of bothered me was when he would start retching when he heard Beethoven. He or, wasn't even, he just burped. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to say. It reminded me of Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka. When, when Charlie <laughs> does that fake burping and yeah. stuff. Can English people not fake burp? I mean, Can wh- you fake burp? I'm sure I could. <laughs> Better, better than Charlie. Charlie, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna call him out like that, I mean, Charlie went. Ugh. Charlie was. Ah, ah, <laughs> yeah, ah. his were terrible. These ones at least sounded like All real right. burp. I'll, if I try fake burp, will you try no, fake? No, why not? not? Why do you I, never fucking play along with these games? <laughs> because I did not say. I don't man, give a those shit. Guys can't fake burp for shit. I, <laughs> they can't. I could, I could do it better than them. Yeah, and I didn't went, say that. And did then I? Upon being called out, did I say I could do it better than them? I think you did. I don't think I did. Okay, well. You're putting words in my uh, mouth. Upon being called out, the call out E should be the one who is forced to do the thing, not the one who's going to sit back and enjoy it while they do it. Hey, I yell at football players, too, and tell them it's a bad play. <laughs> oh, doesn't yeah. mean I can go out there and do it any better. Will you try fake burp? I I'm never, no. I'm not good at burping anyone. Why do you never participate in these fun things? Because it's not what I like to do, okay? It doesn't fucking matter. It's it's embarrassing. How's it fucking embarrassing? Like, I'll I'll do more than mom does, but I won't won't do as much as you do. You only know three people who listen to this. I don't care if Gary or my coworker or aunt hears. Like, I don't think about that. It's just more that I know a bunch of people are going to hear it, and I'm like... A bunch of people who I don't just, even know you. I know, but it's still, I don't, I, it doesn't make sense. It's like stage fright, but without being in front of people and without being on a stage as, or as much shit as you talk and as much as you're like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck, man. I'll go I, out and get the but, mail in my underwear. But, I'll fucking wear fucking cowboy boots and shorts to the mall and... You know, you what? Yeah, you, where did that come from? I'm just out of my ass just now. <laughs> I mean, you talk about how you don't different. give a shit what anybody thinks. You you say that all the time. Evidently, as long as I don't have to open my mouth and imitate something, like I, I would love for mom to come back and do that too. But the same, it's a double edged sword. I don't really want to do it either. <laughs> like I I am in between you and mom. She like will really turn red and not want to do it. I just won't do it, and, and you will do it. But I don't. I don't get peer pressured for shit. So I know. I, I sit here every time, completely content with saying no to that. That's because I I fucking <laughs> raised me right. Pounded that home over and over and over about peer pressure. You never Jack, do don't you, you don't ever ever do. give in. Don't ever give in. Jack. Yeah, and I I never do. I know. I, I was drunk one night and I was hounded for like an hour to drink more, and I didn't. Even while I was drunk. So people, you have no excuse. Well, I taught you well. If you're dumb as a rock when you're drunk, it's because you're dumb as a rock. So the owners of a company I used to work for came into town one time, and they're fucking big, big boozers. And so we all went out to a steak dinner, and then it was like, everybody's going to hang around, and we're going to drink and drink and drink and drink. And I drank to a certain amount, and then I'm done. I'm done. 
And one of the owners of the company, and, and I was in sales back then, I wasn't doing all that well. And when so we used, the wise move would have been to get drunk with them or I don't know, m- maybe, but like we used to have sales meetings and, and he would go around the room and then it was my turn. I was just like, motherfucker. And he would just kind of shit on me, make me feel really bad. So he broke a bottle over his head. No, and gutted him no, with it. but, but when he came into town, <laughs> I mean, he just gave me so much shit, man, have another one. Come on, drink. And I just kept telling him, kept telling him, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. They bought me a shot, put it in front of me. They made fun of me. They're like, oh, we'll buy you a girly shot. It was called like a fuzzy nipple or something like that. They're like, here, drink that. You you know, basically call me a bitch and I wouldn't do it. And then he got so fucking hammered. And later on, he put his arm around me and told me that he admired me and my strength of being able to stand up to them. Of course, he forgot all about that. I, and the next yeah. fucking sales meeting treated me like shit. But for a moment, I was like, fuck cool. yeah. Fuck you. I, I I keep having like action movie daydreams. I know about it. They don't always end up with somebody getting their ass yeah, kicked or their head smashed on the bar. And then I thought I also thought of you pour the fuzzy nipple on the people who are fucking with you. And you throw a match back and then you throw your your coat over <laughs> over your shoulder and you yeah. walk out all cool. Yeah, slow motion. Yeah, and then a bar explodes after you walk out. Jeez. I mean, that's kills all my coworkers. <laughs> And that's just, maybe there was a gas leak. How could you have known yeah. by lighting one person on fire? Yeah, I pretty much didn't like too many people at that company, so <laughs> I'd have been okay with that. All right, let's just get into favorite parts. Um, As bad as it may sound, the, the first 30 minutes, I mean, that's when most of the the really bad stuff happened, but just the feel of the movie, it had a good darkness to it, but... It was so weird. It was so odd. I think they were trying to do the the future shit in there a little bit, but it's the seven, 1971 take of it. Um, I wonder what year it was supposed to be, like I, 2000 or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was just dark, bizarre, and I was like, he is a loose cannon. I really don't know where this movie is going to go. Yeah. I and mean, it went the last place I thought it would. But yeah, the first 30 minutes, it just had a crazy feeling like of chaos. Yeah. I think my favorite part was after they fought that other gang, they hopped in a car and Yeah, what well, suit like a crazy supercar. I know. And it looked like it was hauling ass. It was obviously fake, which I love that they just fucking embraced that. And the guy, yeah, in the middle sticking his head out of the convertible he's not holding on to his hat and, and it looked like they were doing like 200 yeah <laughs> and and malcolm mcdowell just has that fucking little grin on his face and his big blue eyes are looking up at you and yeah it was it was a masterful shot i really really enjoyed that really enjoyed that all right bucket of chicken obviously the actor for alex yeah he, malcolm mcdowell yeah he was hands down and he was the narrator just this movie was not a movie without him he was amazing. Yeah, I, I'm 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 leaning towards that, but the the art decor in this movie was uh, fabulous too. And don't you think that we could yeah. use some of that in our uh, movie mugging studio here? Yeah, let's let's order one of those porcelain dicks that supposedly <laughs> killed someone and see how heavy it actually is. Well, there were a lot of posters where people were spread eagle as well, and a lot of boobs. There was like one picture where it was just like a tongue licking a boob. I lots of titties. Just made a connection that I haven't been able to make since starting the movie and everything. You know who might have also been able to play this role? A young Jake Gyllenhaal. Think of his smirking 
and how he could play Donnie Darko. Oh, uh, well, yeah. He, he might have been able to do it. He had the, the crazy look. Yeah, the the look down a little bit and have the sinister smile and just being able to play someone so emotionally detached and also like extremely weird and off. I could see it. That would have been cool. I wonder if this movie will ever be remade. I, I don't think people can just remake uh, Kubrick movies. And also, it's, yeah, not the... I feel like if you made this in 2022, I guess since it's a remake, hardcore fans would go watch it, but I don't know. I feel like this is a movie you watch w- once and you never watch it again. And by 2022, everybody's already watched this. And some of the content in it is just terrible, so... Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... Love the art, but I'm going to have to give it to uh, Malcolm McDowell. He was just great. He was perfectly casted. I think he, I feel like he had a, a whole lot of fun with this. I felt he probably kept it light on the set and made people laugh, you know, which helped get through a lot of the the hard uh, stuff that was in this. All right, let's get to score time. <laughs> it's hard. Um, I don't want to fail it, but at the same time, it <laughs> is basically a fail. I'll just give it a 70. That's... What I the number that's wow, because wow. it, it doesn't. I didn't hate watching it, it just didn't go a direction I wanted. It nothing was like bad, it, it felt really long, but not super long. Like it only felt elongated because I did get a little bit bored, a, a lot a bit bored, but it was still a cool story. And I think I'm gonna remember most of this movie for a long time, like it. It was just interesting, um, really great concept, great main actor, really well done. It just it doesn't deserve to fail, even though it sort of does. Okay, because it was just so good, but the entertainment value just sucked. <laughs> I thought you were going to give it a twenty nine. <laughs> I thought yeah, you hated not, it. Not quite. I mean, I I did and I didn't. You know, like I. I just loved the gang so much. I loved the the look of everything in this movie. It was off. It was weird. There was nothing right about this movie, and I just it attracted me to it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. And even though, yeah, I was bored, and it keep kind of playing the same things out for way too long, I still appreciated it somehow. I came out uh, the other end of the tunnel on this one. Wow. And was able to not fail this one miserably. Wow. I am shocked. I am shocked. Okay. Um, Come on. I'm too high. <laughs> Looking at your face. You're, you're too high. Uh, I'm giving it a 50. I Yeah, I guessed 62. Yeah, this movie, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. This it it had its moments, but there were a lot more moments that were not good or way too drawn out or just strange and didn't belong um, that just made it not nearly as good. I think, like, I, I mean, Stanley Kubrick is supposedly this uh, fucking directing genius. Is he alive? Uh, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like he's dead. If only there were a way to figure that out within a matter of seconds. But there's not. Other than The Shining and the first half of Full Metal Jacket, I've not really been impressed with many of his other things. Damn, he died in 1999. Okay. Surprise, it was his funeral we were talking about all along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was there in 1999. (laughs) 
So he did 2001 A Space Odyssey, which was funny because when uh, Alex went to the record store in this, it was one of the front records in the shop. And so a little little product placement there for him. I think that came out in 69. My dad had the soundtrack to that. I heard of Eyes Wide Shut. It's Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. There's a lot of titties in that, too. It's a very bad movie. Uh, that was it came out the same year, year he died. Matter of fact, Barry Lyndon, Doctor Strange Love, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Yeah, that's actually a, a interesting movie. I, I watched that in one of my film classes in college. So Eyes Wide Shut is actually in Vince's movie review <laughs> book, which we haven't talked about in a long time, available at Barnes & Noble. Lolita. You want, you want to hear what I thought about Eyes Wide Shut? Of course you do. Okay, let me read to you, since we're never going to watch Eyes Wide Shut, what, uh, what, what I wrote about it. Uh, number one, my bucket of chicken went to best costume design or lack thereof, because there was a lot of nudity in this. <laughs> and it also went to that naked girl, the one with the mask in that house, <laughs> because they all wore these weird masks. And they were all naked. And wasn't he married to Nicole Kidman? Yeah. All right. Tom so Cruise. Here's what I wrote about Eyes Wide Shut. This was the strangest Kubrick movie I've ever seen. And yes, I have seen A Clockwork Orange. Oh, so you have. So you, that's the last time you saw it, though, is when you were a child? Yeah. Oh, so you lied in your book that's in Barnes and Noble. What's the lie? And yes, I have. No, you have not seen it. I I told you I had at the beginning of this. And I believed you until afterward when you said, I definitely didn't watch this all no, the way through. No, okay, I didn't, I didn't finish it. So you, you've seen a part of it. So it would sound more, would you say it would sound more honest? Okay, okay. In your movie review book? And yes, I have seen part <laughs> got a question of for you. Clockwork Orange. Have you seen Kill Bill 2? Sort of, not really. Fuck you. Have you seen Kill Bill 2? <laughs> Parts, uh, many parts. <laughs> I've seen right. the first right. 45 minutes three times. Somebody just passing and and says, hey, man, have you seen Kill Bill 2? You, you would say no, yes. Absolutely Fuck not. Fuck you. You have not seen the end of it, but you would tell everybody that you've seen it. it. I've seen the end of it on YouTube because I All was right. like, fuck it. I'm not watching this again. So I'm not lying. All right. Uh, it says, uh, Eyes Wide Shut you. was, well, good, I guess, but man, it was weird. I'm not sure what the hell Kubrick was thinking. My guess is he just wanted to film a bunch of naked women, and I can respect that. <laughs> I've come to expect the weird out of Kubrick, and this was very odd. This movie is about a married couple, Cruz and Kidman, how they deal with their strange life of sex, betrayal, jealousy, and mind games. Neither partner seems like they are too terribly interested in the sanctity of their marriage. Kidman confesses that she has fantasized about another man, and the thought of that sends Cruz into a strange, and I mean surreal, strange world of strange, creepy sexual situations. Fueled by jealousy, he keeps putting himself in many strange sexual environments, and it very quickly gets out of control. Is his dick in it? No. Cool. The acting. Cruz was okay, but his wife should have stayed at home. I didn't no. like her... <laughs> I didn't like her character, and that may be a part of it overall. I think her acting made me dislike her character even more. I enjoyed the movie more when she wasn't in it, even though she was naked or half-naked most of the time. Overall, this movie was very weird. Did I mention that earlier? It took a while, but the plot finally did thicken, and we waited for the big finish to bring everything together, and instead we got the little finish that left me feeling like something was still missing. Like two and a half hours of my life. <laughs> I'm glad I watched it, but there were too many things left unsaid and too many questions unanswered. When I invest two hours and 40 minutes in a movie, I expect good closure. Two hours and 40 minutes? Kubrick died shortly after this movie was released, and I suspect that he had gone a little mad. 
a little more mad than usual. Without the names Cruz and Kidman on the marquee, this may have gone straight to video. I gave it a five. Uh, your mom gave it a two. <laughs> so it was Nicole bizarre. Kidman is from, uh, she was in Boogie Nights, right? She's a red. No, man. no. Satine. Okay. So she, I get them mixed up. Yeah. I forget what's Julianne Moore. I forget what Satine looks like. You can't remember what Satine looks like. It's one of your favorite movies. Mm-mm. What? I, she's a redhead. Yeah, that's all I can remember. Wow, she's redhead. She's pale. I mean, I can think. You of said she was redhead. So Julian Moore. I can think of Nicole Kidman, and I can think of that one cartoon lady, Little Orphan Annie. Okay, sure, Annie. I didn't think about that. Shirley Temple. She's not redhead. Yeah, she was. I don't give Wasn't a shit. She? I don't know. You know what she likes in her soup? Animal crackers. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Like no. the purple sparkly dress lady? Or is it red? She's a cartoon. Pippi Longstocking? <laughs> is you? I don't know her name. You know who I'm talking I about. I don't. She, I think she's been in a live action where she was like flirting with real actors. You're really making me Google redhead cartoon hot girl. Oh my goodness. Hot girl? Jessica Rabbit. From How Who Framed Roger not Rabbit? Know who I was talking about? Because you said hot. You didn't say that at first. <laughs> but what yeah. other cartoon character? I said purple sparkly. That's close enough to red and sparkly. Her name was Jessica and Rabbit. Red hair. Would you bang her? I know she's real. Sure. I mean, she's a cartoon. <laughs> How do you bang a cartoon? I don't know. Would you bang her? Yeah. How? <laughs> <laughs> I would turn myself into a cartoon. If and you then, could do that for sure, then my dick would go. Dong, yong, 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 yong. <laughs> yeah, and my heart would pop out, and my eyes would yep. pop out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, I think we scored it and everything, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what do you say we bring this thing to an end? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and without further ado. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number one hundred and sixty-four of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. <laughs> See, there was a fake burp right there, Jack. That was not fake. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. You can always go to our website if you'd like to, moviemuggin.com. Uh, you can listen to episodes on there. You can submit a question for Ask Jack. You can look up all the movies we've mugged in alphabetical order, and you can go to our merch store. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, this month is going to be a busy month. Um, COVID has uh, kind of gone by the wayside. And so we're actually going to go on a vacation for a week. We're leaving Jack at home. Let us know if he has a party. If there's a bunch of cars in front of the house, please, please let us know. <laughs> People know okay? where we live. Please let us know. And, and once y'all are gone, my protection is gone. They're coming for my sweet little ass. What? And I don't. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the perfect time to strike is when I'm home alone. My most vulnerable. Who's coming for your, what'd you call it? A perfect said, little ass? A sweet little ass. Who's coming We've for your sweet... creepy listeners. I'm, I'm, I've not been protecting your sweet little ass this whole time. I got news for you. They could come get it you anytime they want. You haven't been doing it on purpose, but they, they take out their binoculars and they see you in the window like, drats. <laughs> they say drats or shucks. And then <laughs> when you're gone, I'm at my most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... You're going to have to let me know where the gun safe key is. Jack's ass is for the taking. Just make sure he doesn't have any parties, okay? <laughs> Just let us I know have, if there's a bunch of cars pulled up on the street. 
So me and Olivia, we are going out of town. We're going to have a nice little vacation, uh, going to go see some of her family, and then we're going to spend a little bit of time on a beach in an undisclosed location. So <laughs> the paparazzi will not know where we are. It's the Bahamas. But here's the thing. We've never gone on vacation the whole almost three years we've been doing this, and so we've been able to do uh, movie episodes every single week. Not exactly sure what you're going to be getting. I think you're going to be getting a Lobby Time X next week. The week after that, I'm not real sure. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know if there'll be another Lobby Time X. I don't know if there'll be a movie one. I'm not sure. Maybe when, a late release? 100% that there will be one that will, uh, two weeks from now, release on that Sunday. To be announced. Mm-hmm. Anywho, thanks for listening. Have yourself a movie mugging day. Bye. Obviously, I'm not a big butt fucker.